0: Joshua Johnson has been arrested for the murder of his co-worker, Riley Whitelaw. Joshua and Riley worked together, and Riley had reported feeling uncomfortable working with Joshua, asking to work opposite shifts. Riley was found dead in the employee break room at Walgreens on June eleventh, 2022.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Thank you.
0: Welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower, here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. How's it going?
1: I'm good. I can't believe we're recording Wednesday already. I know. This week has been flying by. Well, we have big plans. We're going to go spend a whole weekend in Boise playing for my birthday. Yes, we are. We're having to work hard all week to be, uh, you know, able to go. So this is just... This is us working hard.
0: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This is us getting ahead of the game, or Mm -hmm. as you call it, paying to play. Yeah. (laughs) So that we can, yeah, so that we can take off for a few days and have some fun. Yeah, for sure. We're going to be so calm and serene because we're going to a lavender festival. We're going to be so calm. We probably won't even be embarrassing in restaurants or bars.
1: I don't know. I mean, knowing us, we'll be the loudest people at the lavender festival. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, we definitely will be we always i've met us yeah there's probably lavender wine somewhere i mean come on
1: oh gosh i hope so <laughs> yeah i guess i don't know i'm not sure
0: it is very strange Maybe like a lavender cocktail well we'll find out Ooh, a lavender cocktail <laughs> well we'll be know, back like, with a report like a lavender simple syrup that could go in a martini yes. or something like that. It's very possible this is true. yeah Maybe we'll
1: buy lavender and go back home and make a lavender cocktail. I mean, maybe that's just what we're supposed to do. We're resourceful, <laughs> gals. We can do it. Yes, we are.
0: <laughs> yes, we are. Well, let's get this episode kicked off with yeah. some uh, crime update. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This really
1: could have fallen into the, uh, Oh Idaho category too, but Mm -hmm. you guys might remember a case that we covered last fall in Northern Idaho. This is Jimmy Russell. Oh yes. So Jimmy Russell is a man who was accused of murdering a groundskeeper or a carekeeper of his caretaker of his family's land. And then uh, cutting some parts a- away from his body, including his genitals. And when they found Jimmy, part those, some of those parts of the body were found uh, that had been microwaved and were in a dish on the kitchen table. And some of those Ugh. parts were gone completely. Oh. Leading yeah. to a charge of cannibalism. As well as you know, a, a murder charge, of course. <laughs> I hope there is that also. So, as it turned out, Jimmy has had a lifetime of mental health issues, and for mm. some reason, um, and he had recently been in a mental health hospital in California, where he had said that he believed that if he could just eat his own flesh, that he believed that would cure his mental health issues, mm. and. After he was released from there, he ended up living on their family's property in Idaho, where an elderly man by the name of David Flaggett was the caretaker of that property and had been for like 20 years. Yeah. And he was really, really paranoid about David being there, and they'd had several run-ins, and he'd, Mm -hmm. he'd issued threats to David lots of times, and eventually did murder David, which is horrifying, Well, pretty much immediately, he was found not fit to uh, serve trial at the time because uh, of his mental health. And so he was placed in a facility. This is Lori Vallow-esque. If you live in Idaho, you know, this is what happened with Lori Vallow, too, Uh, except for that he pretty much immediately went to a mental hospital here in Idaho. So in Idaho, there's no insanity plea. However, you have to be found competent to understand the charges against you and assist in your own defense. And at that point, Jimmy was not there. Mm -hmm. But just about the same time that Lori Vallow was released from the mental hospital, all spiffed up and ready for court, so was this guy. So now his proceedings are starting to roll forward. But something happened this last week that I felt like was uh, worth reporting on. In court, his attorneys were able to get the cannibalism charges dropped. Mm. Why? Because there's no definitive proof that he actually gobbled anything up.
0: God. Okay. Mm I guess that's better. I don't know. I
1: guess. I guess. However, he is still charged with first-degree murder. So they're certainly going to get their, uh, you know, their due diligence with him. But this was the first time Idaho passed an anti-cannibalism statute in 1990. Yes. No one's ever been charged with it before.
0: Well, I I think we can all be grateful for that.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And yet uh, he was charged with it. And then it was... Release this is what gets to me. They it's because the judge said there's no definitive proof that he actually consumed any of Mr. Flaggett's flesh. Mm-hmm. I, if you if your stomach's turning, I'm sorry. Mine is too. Um, but I don't know how they would have proved that. Did they pump his stomach? How would right. you know that for sure? Unless I guess maybe unless someone literally witnessed it. I mean, the, right. the cooked, uh, body parts on the kitchen table, I guess, weren't enough. Yeah. I really feel for Mr. Flaggett's family. We had contact with one of his granddaughters when this first happened. Yeah. And they were just so horrified and and furious and heartbroken and everything you can imagine, of course. So sad. And then to watch the way it had rolled through the media, people made a big joke out of it, uh, you know, because of the, uh, the the manner of the way things were, you know, done. But this is a real person whose family is just absolutely horrified. And then to get to go to court last week and discover that the judge was dropping the cannibalism charges, I can't even imagine. That must have been such a gut punch for them. Yeah.
0: I'm sure there was.
1: Yeah. But... Uh, he will stand trial though, on first degree murder charges and he will be convicted. I have no question of that. Yeah. So they will get that. But at any rate, uh, that's, what's going on with that case. In case you've been wondering, several people have asked us what was up with that. So, yeah. now you
0: know, well, now, you know, whether you wanted to or not, yikes.
1: I just wonder, given the circumstances behind this one, what would it take for that to, for those, uh, charges to hold?
0: you know i would imagine a witness or yeah literal like medical intervention yeah would would be the only ways to know for sure yeah good lord yeah all righty
1: well i'm going to kick the mic back over to you for our main case
0: okay today's case comes out of colorado springs colorado And this just happened on June 11th. And this is the murder of Riley Whitelaw. Riley worked at Walgreens in Colorado Mm -hmm. Springs. And a year ago, when Riley was 16, she reported that a coworker, Joshua Johnson, was making advances. He was like 26 or 27 at the time. Uh, making advances on her and making her uncomfortable. And she did not want to work with him anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure what actually happened at that time, other than the manager gave Joshua a talking to.
1: And apparently
0: Joshua seemed receptive when he was told to keep it professional. Yes. Pardon the giant eye roll because Mm -hmm. Joshua kept, for again working there,
1: mm-hmm. and kept making her uncomfortable.
0: Yes, kept making her uncomfortable until a few weeks ago, she again asked to please not work with him because he makes her uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then, not long after that, she did seek more hours at her job, and they told her the only way to work more hours would be to work with good old Joshua Johnson. Mm-hmm. So on the 11th of June, she didn't come back from her break. And this, and I'm sure this is all still rolling out, but the details of this are very strange to me. So Mm -hmm. a manager called the store manager and said, hey, uh, Riley didn't ever show up back from break. So what does the store manager do? He comes in. And he reviews the security footage for the store. Yeah. Why? Why would that be your first move if an employee mm-hmm. didn't come back after break? Right.
1: Also, the break was a 10-minute break. And this was 90
0: minutes later. Yeah. nine zero, An really hour and weird. a half. None of this makes much sense. Mm-mm. So, the manager in reviewing the security footage sees video of joshua johnson stacking a bunch of totes up so that they block the view of a security camera near the employee break room yeah so it's at this point that the boss thinks maybe i should go look in the break room and the break room has had a bunch of paper taped up on the windows so you can't see inside it and there is a sign near it that says restroom closed None of things that are supposed to happen. The restroom no. goes and I guess goes up later in the evening when they want people out of the store. Mm-hmm. So he opens the door of the break room and he sees Riley laying on the floor in a huge pool of blood. Yep.
1: With her headset and her uh, name what? tag at her feet.
0: Yes. Yeah. So they call the police. The police come and of course, Unfortunately, Riley is deceased. She has a bunch of injuries to her neck area mm-hmm. and blood everywhere. And the manager does think to tell them, you know, there is this employee here who does make her uncomfortable. Maybe you should look into him. And that was good old Joshua Johnson. Mm-hmm. At one point, while all of this is going on, an employee goes outside, kind of. I think looking for Riley, goes to. They must have one of those like little sheds where they lock their dumpsters in. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, this manager goes to the shed and goes to open the door, and someone yells, "I'm changing in here." Yeah. Well, it turns out it was Joshua Johnson. Well, and Anne smelled bleach. She said smelled it smelled bleach. very strongly of bleach out there. Yeah, He's been apparently trying to use bleach to clean up. Well, he took off. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, they realize that he's probably suspect numero uno here. Mm-hmm. And they go, they find him a hundred miles away, walking down the highway. Yeah. Also strange. We don't know how he got there. There's a lot of holes mm-hmm. in the story. And oh, there yeah. will be much more to come, I am sure. Mm-hmm. But they have arrested him and charged him with first degree murder. He has denied everything other than he used to have a a crush on uh, Riley, but he doesn't anymore because he's in a sexual relationship with one of the managers. Now, Mm -hmm. that manager has not confirmed that relationship at all. No. Um, But this, I was very curious about this case. Like, what what is Walgreens' responsibility here? And I read an article written by a labor attorney in Colorado who said that Mm -hmm. There, is, there are no laws requiring a removal of an employee, a firing of an employee for sexually harassing another employee. Even considering Riley was a minor. Yeah. And Joshua was an adult. Yeah. Walgreens did nothing. Nothing. To protect this girl mm-hmm. from this man. Just flat nothing. Nope. And the sick thing is, is that when the manager found her body, he immediately knew who'd done this. Yeah, he knew what he the knew. risk was. He knew. He knew the whole time. He did. Yep. So I'm very so sad for Riley's family. My God. Mm-hmm. And just for all of the employees at this store, what they must be putting up with, and just this experience in general,
1: mm-hmm. it's a
0: horrifying. But we're going to stay on this one. This is a really important one because we need a much clearer plan and much clearer labor laws around this kind of harassment, particularly when it is an adult harassing Uh a minor.
1: Well, and Riley did the right things. The right, right things, right? She did report it repeatedly. Yes. She did tell adults. She, she did. did ask to be put on a different shift. She was just dressed in her work uniform. Yeah. Riley didn't do anything wrong here.
0: Mm-mm.
1: But the system around her absolutely failed her. Totally. One of the things that they think may have kind of set him off a little further is that apparently her boyfriend started working at walgreens earlier in the spring and that inflamed him a little further
0: yeah he was acting jealous
1: how valuable could this man have been to walgreens right but he was still working there this is the thing women are constantly dismissed constantly dismissed when they bring up concerns like this oh he just has a crush on you just ignore it oh from the time that little Mm. girls get beat up on the playground by boys and everybody goes oh he just has a crush on you that's no
0: screwed up crap ever
1: yeah from that all the way to this
0: acceptable
1: you want to work more hours oh sorry the guy you don't like works those hours
0: yeah, the guy who makes you nope. feel uncomfortable and creeps you out. So you just have to work with him and suck it up.
1: Now, some people will argue that she really should have quit and got a different job.
0: Uh, Why on one should hand, she I say, Why to? should
1: she? Exactly. Why should she have to? Why should she have to? Because here's the thing. She would have run into that somewhere else, too. Yes. This is not new. Mm-hmm. This happens all the damn time. Yep, now, all the time. Does. All the time. Mm -hmm. You know, and the Me Too movement, I think, sparked in a lot of us memories of things that have happened to us in jobs, at school, in our neighborhoods, in our churches. That you go, yeah, I've been treated this way before. Mm -hmm. And lots of women are treated this way and never murdered or sexually assaulted. But lots are. And you just, you cannot be too careful.
0: We don't know which ones are going to snap and kill us. You know, she fought him. He was all scratched up, his face in his hands. She fought for her life. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Here's the other thing you know, we're always talking about see something, hear something, Mm -hmm. say something. There was a customer in the store in the deodorant aisle Mm -hmm. who heard a woman screaming and things being like she said it sounded like stall doors slamming shut.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She actually said to the police later, "I didn't think I possibly could have heard anything like that, so I just left." Mm-hmm. And then, after she saw the police at Walgreens, she thought she should probably stop and tell him what was going on. Mm-hmm. She heard the attack and said nothing. Yep. Who knows? She's, she's somebody 16. could have saved Riley's life at that point. Mm-hmm. This girl
1: is 16, the customer. No. Didn't know what to do, but didn't do a thing. No. We can't be complacent. We can't.
0: No. And we need to recognize that if you hear something that sounds like that, you go tell somebody immediately. It doesn't, yeah. it's okay to be wrong. Even if it was just turned out to be employees horsing around, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. You just want to make sure people are safe. But she heard the attack. But if she heard the attack, in the store did other people hear the attack Mm -hmm. i mean this is this was an open store with other employees there customers like this happened at a time when there were people around how did no one notice yeah you know and why why when she didn't come back from break did no one go check the break room sooner? They called the manager to come back after he'd left for the day. And his first move is to look at the surveillance. Perhaps. All of this is weird. It's all, of this all weird. weird. Yeah, Some of it just doesn't quite ring true to me. I really wonder as, as the investigation goes forward, if we're going to find that some of that is not exactly how it happened mm. or something else, because Why wasn't the first move to check the break room when she didn't come back from break? Mm -hmm. Very odd. Mm -hmm. Very odd. I hope that her parents sue the bejesus out of Walgreens. I do, too, frankly. Why, why, if they're going to employ minors, Mm -hmm. do they not have policies that protect them from predatory adults? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. This is 2022. Or if they're going to employ
1: anybody, why don't they have policies
0: in place? Or if they do, Mm -hmm. they sure the hell weren't followed in this instance. No. And there are no actual laws governing any of that, which just means that it's up to Walgreens to decide. Mm -hmm. And multiple reports by this girl that this guy is making her uncomfortable was not enough for them to do anything. They didn't do anything. He was just a silly teenager. And I they mean, talked to him and he said, okay. Yeah. No. This is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I know. There, there better be some serious consequences for Walgreens over this. But employers everywhere, maybe you could give a shit about women that you employ. Maybe a little. This much. Maybe you could listen when they tell you they're being harassed
1: we talked a little bit last week about my daughter being harassed uh, recently at a, she was working, uh, running a friend's business while she was out of town for a few days. And she was extremely uncomfortable by a situation uh, to the point that when a couple of her male friends were sitting with her at her job to just help her feel more comfy in being there. Mm -hmm. And it turned out the one kid that was hanging out with her knows the person who employs this weird man that was super inappropriate and making her really uncomfortable.
0: Mm-hmm. So he
1: called that person's employer. Turns out he's a leader in his church. And he mm. said, "Who? What can you tell me about this guy? He's coming over here making my friend really uncomfortable at the place she works." And he goes, "Oh, yeah, he's weird, but he's he's harmless." Oh, yeah, we've heard I that th- shit before. Think I just
0: Rained my eyes. I rolled them so hard. Are mm. you kidding me? He's harmless. Harm- <laughs> says a man Mm -hmm. you wouldn't know Mm -hmm. in a million fucking years
1: dude
0: Mm -hmm. harmless
1: to the point that she closed that business early her last day and went the hell home and said i'm not doing this anymore yeah yeah because it was very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. it was not okay none of it was okay this is just the stuff that girls and women come up against all the damn time and
0: just her discomfort should have been enough. Yeah. Just like Riley's discomfort mm-hmm. should have been enough. Riley you know? mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. not believing women when we all know mm-hmm. goddamn well, this stuff happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So tired of it. Mm-hmm. And just heartbroken for Riley.
1: And her family, my God. And I feel like Riley's parents were doing what they thought was the right thing in coaching her to, okay, well, tell your boss. We don't want you working with him anymore. Tell your boss that he's mm-hmm. making you uncomfortable and hitting on you. Tell your boss you need to be scheduled opposite shifts. We're not going to allow this, you know. Right. And she
0: did those things. Right. But it wasn't enough. And the employer didn't do a damn thing to protect her. No. And just kept employing this guy mm-hmm. who is making her uncomfortable at work. Like.
1: But you have to wonder. Surely it wasn't just Riley.
0: I'll bet you $1,000 it wasn't.
1: I'm guessing that women are going to start coming out of the woodwork going, "Yeah, I worked there for a while. He was really gross. I quit." You know? Mm-hmm.
0: I or I, I had I reported uh, his behavior and they didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. I, it's anything. common. It is. It is. That happened to me at a job and I was being harassed by a man who was much older than me. I was in my early 20s. I went to my boss and I what I had done is I talked to a bunch of the other girls that were around my age that worked there. All of them had had bad experiences with this guy yeah. and none of them dared say anything. So I went to my boss mm-hmm. and of course they consequenced him, but did he get fired? No, Mm-mm. no, he did not. No, nope. He did um, keep about 10 feet between him and I at all times because they had threatened him with everything,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but he had a family to support. Don't you know? Right. Oh, okay, thanks. Mm. So me and the other five girls that are like, this guy is a creeper and we're uncomfortable here. We don't matter because he needs to provide for his family. Mm -hmm. Bullshit.
1: Or maybe he needs to go do that elsewhere and or learn that if you're creepy as hell at work, there's going to be ramifications. I mean,
0: come on. Yeah. Well, friends, you know what to do. See something, hear something, say something. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know what? Uh, we all need to write to Walgreens. Get on their website. Send them a message. Mm-hmm. Tell them you know about the murder that happened in Colorado Springs and that you want to know what they are going to do mm-hmm. to make this better. Absolutely. How are they going to protect their employees and how are they going to help Riley White family?
1: Yeah. And we'll keep an eye on this one and we'll definitely let you know what we learn because yes, we we're not going
0: to stop talking about this. No, no. Not at all. And speaking of crazy bullshit, Katie, I hear you have a Florida man story for us. Oh, don't I?
1: Oh Florida man. In this case, someone did see something and say something. Oh, I've had we've had several stories like this relief. the last couple of weeks, and I'm really proud of people for we stepping up. Yeah. Because it needs to happen a whole lot more. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So, this genius right here's name is David Daniels. And Mm -hmm. David Daniels of Brandon, Florida, has -hmm. been arrested on two counts of child abuse and two counts of false imprisonment. Oh, God. Because he tried to kidnap two little girls. Oh. They were riding their bikes down the street. And this jackass tries to get a hold of these girls, hits one of them in the head, Mm. and they manage to kind of get away from him and run into a church. And he just stalks right in there with them, trying to impersonate their father. And one of the little girls says to a lady, please help us. This is not my dad. So A, good job, babe, for being smart, for saying something. Yeah. For fighting back. And yay on the people in the church who basically circled these children and tried to, uh, you know, and protected them until the police got there. So when the little girl said, please help me, this is not my dad. He had his, he was talking to this little girl in her ear, had his arm around her neck and had his, you know, leaning right down into her ear saying, we just moved here. We just want to see how we can help do. Whatever you're doing, like they're just coming in to, to be a part of their church. Oh,
0: my gosh.
1: Yeah. She said she felt like Daniels was lying, especially because this little girl was saying, this is not my father. Yeah. So she invited him into the church and engaged uh-huh. him in conversation. And she said to him, oh, really, where did you move here from? And he said, "Uh, I'm not sure. So the people in the church basically just kind I'm of. not understood. sure. <laughs> yeah. Formed a bit of a human wall and just didn't let him leave while they waited for the police to get there. Mm -hmm. He did finally leave without the kids. uh, And the police grabbed him later that day. But uh, the little girls were safe. Yeah. They were actually going to the church.
0: Well, they were. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Well, I'm not sure, actually. The article that I read said that they were riding their bikes, and it said they rode their bikes to the church. I'm not sure if that's where they were actually headed, but they went to the church seeking safety when the sky was creeping on them.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, good. They
1: saved their own lives, probably.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They did. probably. And then the
0: people who listened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very glad. Uh, the lady that. who
1: saved them in Florida wanted to go unnamed.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure.
1: Yep. But the members of this church absolutely stepped up and saved these little girls. So smart thinking on the girls' part. And Mm -hmm. thank God these women, you know, the people there stepped up and listened and called the police and saved them. Uh, You know, but that's what should happen every time.
0: It is. We would have less
1: of this shit if that's what was happening. If people were afraid that... The people around them would not be putting up with this, would be confronting them, would be calling them out. Maybe we'd have less of this stuff.
0: It's true. It's absolutely true. If we were all paying better attention and willing mm-hmm. to speak up and notice and get involved, it's a yeah. great deterrent. For sure. Yep. Yeah. So there you have it. Florida man. Well, sometimes even Florida gets it right. And I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Well, wrong and right. Wrong and right. Yeah, true. Kind of got both there. All right. Well, this is our Wednesday episode. We'll be back tonight with Wednesday night case updates at 7 p.m. Mountain. Mm -hmm. That is a live stream. And at 8 p.m. Mountain is our true crime cold read party. So if you are a member of our YouTube channel, you can join us. Bring us a case that you've always wondered what really happened. Bring us old cases. Give us a couple sentence synopsis, and we will take turns reading those cases. We'll tell you what we see happened to those in those situations. And yep. if you haven't joined our channel yet, you can just go to true crime paranormal on YouTube and click join. It's four 99 a month. And then mm-hmm. you can come attend the cold read party. It, we have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and here, you know, there are so many cold cases out there in the world. We can never possibly see them all. Uh, and so this is a great way for us to get more of them and and yeah. to give you our read on what, what really happened in that situation, in those situations. Yep. Yeah. Love it. Love the yes. corporate party. Yep. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share and comment. That helps us grow. Check us out over on Patreon. We do two extra cases a month for our patrons. So mm-hmm. we're just True Crime Paranormal on Patreon go to patreon.com you'll find us there and mm-hmm. if you join you get access to there's upwards of 200 episodes over there that y'all have never even seen because they're only for yeah. patrons yeah so that's a great way to support us and get more content you bet yeah well you know it we are true crime paranormal with the psychic sisters thanks for being here take care